All right, welcome back to Stuff You Don't Need to Know. And we've been on a bit of a hiatus because we were on vacation to the greatest place in the world, Orlando. I love you, Orlando. You got to go see uh, Book of Mormon to understand what we're talking about. But what we're going to talk about today, we're not going to do like a trip review, like, oh, these are all the cool places we ate at and this and that or whatever. Uh, we're going to be talking about Universal, the theme park. Yeah, Universal Studios. Uh, Diana and I went to Universal Studios. We went to Islands of Adventures. Uh, what do you want to do? You just want to talk favorite rides, go park by park. What do you want to do? I guess just park by park and all the rides, I guess. Okay, so just remind me, because uh, you went there when you were younger. Like, How old were you? It's like eight. Okay, so uh, first day, uh, not first day of our trip, but first day of going to Universal. We went to the Universal Studios side. Uh, obviously, you remembered it as a kid, so going there, what were you looking forward to? Like, What, what rides were you looking forward to? Uh, what did you remember? Stuff like that. Uh, I really only went on like the Men in Black ride, so that's the one I was looking forward to the most. All right, so now on the Universal side, I got to ask you, did you get your fix of Tyrese? No, I wish there was more Tyrese, but, you know, I guess Tyrese was too expensive. Yeah, Tyrese the ride, that would have been great. Um, So, you know, you, you had gone on Men in Black, uh, but what rides were you looking forward to that maybe you heard from people and stuff? Fast and Furious because I wanted to see Tyrese, but then again, their Tyrese budget was slashed. So, <laughs> alrighty. Um, I think before we go any further, I, there's one thing I want to kind of rant on a bit. And you know, we saw this at Universal uh, the days before. Uh, you went. You went to Magic Kingdom, right? Yeah, yeah. And, and Animal Kingdom too. Yeah. Yeah, I also went to Animal Kingdom. Uh, these Fast Pass Express lines. Uh, can we stop this, please? Yeah, because it makes the line longer for the people in the regular line. Because, well, I mean, duh. But then, like, it's like they take twenty Fast Pass people for like one regular person, and if they just melded everyone together, the line would go faster. And then they just want to make money, so that's why they do it. Oh my god, a major corporation wants to make money. Yeah, but it, it, I don't know, it pissed me off. Um, I think what pissed me off about it is, and I'm not going to say this is every single person who's ever bought a fast pass or a quick pass or the universal pass or whatever, you know, the hell it's called. Um, but one thing I kind of noticed is, is like people that purchased like a fast pass or whatever, they get an attitude. Like, they get, like, a real attitude, like, I was so much better than you, and I, I don't, I just, I hate it. Yeah, it's kind of like they stand around there, and they're just, like, like they, they, they make sure they're like, oh, this, this is the fast pass line, right? I don't want to touch those, those plebeians over in the, over in the regular line. Yeah, even like when you get up to the front and the two lines meet, and you know, and like Di said, it's like they'll let 20 fast passers go, and then like, all right, you know, peasant, your turn. Uh, people still in the fast pass line were copping an attitude like, oh, you're letting one of them go before me. 
Yeah, it's like they really think that if they have fast pass, they, they, they're the only ones who get to ride the line. All right, and before we go into some of the rides, we encountered something we had never seen before, and at first, I don't know, I, it kind of pissed me off, but it actually kind of worked out, and that was the virtual line. Yeah, yeah, I like the virtual line. So it's like it's like you go, and then you they're, they're like, oh, it's a virtual line ticket only. So you go up, and then you're like, oh, and then you go to this machine, and then it's like, what time do you want to come back? And then you're like, 2.30 to 3.30, and you're like, okay. And then, like, usually, like, when you do it, and if you show up closer to 2.30, there's, like, no line. So that was good. And it's free. Okay, so uh, you want to go ride by ride? You want to talk your favorite rides or what? I guess ride by ride. All right, first thing we went on was Transformers, which uh, before we got there, there, of course, was the 10-foot-tall Optimus Prime taking pictures with people. Did you want a picture? No, he looked like a cheap Optimus Prime. Like, if you've ever seen the guy who cosplays as the Hulkbuster, I think that looked a lot better than that Optimus Prime. Yeah, actually, that Hulkbuster guy we saw at Garden State like two years ago, I think, looked a lot better than this Optimus Prime. It was It was pretty bad, but... We got on the line, and uh, you got a little pissed because they had the single ride option, and I was like, no, let's go on together. Yeah, but the line was an hour, and then, yeah. Yeah, but we, we got all that great uh, interactive stuff uh, going on in the line. Well, yeah, it's like you get the story of the ride, but it's not like in Harry Potter where there's actual cool stuff. It was just like they're just talking about all the Decepticons and whatever. And it was non-canonical, which really kind of pissed me off. Well, yeah, because they, 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 they took, like, like the Scorpion Decepticon, that's the one that Tyrese kills in the first movie, and this takes place after the first movie, and he was alive, so then, yeah. Yeah, and Bumblebee could suddenly talk, like, he's giving you tips, uh, Ratchet was still alive, like... What timeline does this take place in? But we got in the ride, and like most rides in the Universal Parks, it's a motion simulator. Uh, really close to the Spider-Man ride, wouldn't you say? Yeah, but I think it was it was like more intense than the Spider-Man ride. Really? Okay, because I think since we had gone, and this was, of course, the last time when you were seven, eight years old, we went. I I don't know. That one still holds a really special place in my heart. So I was kind of like, eh. I don't know. I don't know. But what did you think of the ride overall? I liked it. Like, it was, um, uh, I don't know. I liked it. I especially like the part where, like, the ride jumps through the Devastator and then, like, you're, like, bumping all around his insides. Yeah, and then you get shot out. And, of course, you get caught by Bumblebee, who suddenly can't talk anymore and talks through the radio. So I don't know what they were doing there. Yeah. And then I like the whole time, like, Megatron, he's, like, throwing you around, and then, like, Optimus Prime catches you, and then, yeah. Yeah, so, I mean, it was a pretty good ride. Uh, after that, we grabbed something to eat real quick. We almost saw a fight, which was, I don't know. It's, I don't know, you cram people in a, in a hot Orlando theme park, something's bound to happen. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, all right, so next one we were really looking forward to, uh... Fast and Furious. I think it was called Turbocharge or Fast and Furious. I just called it Fast and Furious the Ride. Yeah, Fast and Furious the Ride. Uh, Again, another motion simulator. And this was when we encountered the virtual line. Kind of threw us off because we never saw it before. But next thing we knew, like, we were going through Dom's Garage. Uh, I definitely think, compared to the Transformers ride, the line... 
because I think that's what Universal tries to do is they try to make the line like an experience. Uh, and this was a big upgrade from Transformers, I think. Yeah, you get to see all the cars that they rode. So you see like Dom's car. You see, um, uh, I'm blanking. You see Tej's car. You see Brian's car. Yeah, I'm blanking on all the names. It's early. Yeah, and then what they do is they kind of have like two pre-stages. Like one, you're in Dom's garage where you meet one of his technicians. And the story behind this one is uh, Mia comes online and I don't know the actress's name. She literally phoned in this performance. Yeah, and then it's she's just like, "Hey guys, we're gonna be going to the party real soon, right?" So uh, yeah, Tej, Tej's gonna be there, and uh, yeah, yeah, because Dom uh, raced somebody and won. Why do people challenge him? Um, but it was kind of cool because we were in the garage. They had all the pictures up. Uh, they had. Of course, our man Tyrese is a genius at work and like had his picture and was like not like and then we got into the second stage, which was like the war room, which like apparently now, you know, the Fast and Furious team's a covert ops team. Uh, and we learned that we're supposed to go to this party, but apparently there's a, a government witness in our party. Owen Shaw's coming after him. Uh, we boarded the party bus after a a bit of a delay, but I don't know. Were you, you were excited for this ride? I was excited because I wanted to see Tyrese. We love Tyrese. We hungry, as Tyrese would say. Uh, what did you think of the ride overall? I liked it. Well, because like it was, it, it's it's like you're on the bus, and then like the screens around you make you feel like you're like zipping down the highway, and there's stuff blowing up next to you, and then eventually you jump over like an overpass that's broken and everything. So yeah, and then it's all while like the Fast and Furious guys they're doing stuff. So then it's like the Rock shows up, and then he and then he's on his like armored car shooting off guns, and then Michelle Rodriguez like straight up murders Owen Shaw. She like grabs him with a crane and smashes him into a building, and then Tyrese. Well, it starts off Tyrese. He's bringing these girls to the party, and then the FBI shows up, and then he's like, "Oh man." But then after that, there's not a lot of Tyrese. But then eventually, Vin Diesel jumps on a helicopter and brings it down. So that's okay. I got this. According, I mean, yeah, I mean, when you kind of looked at it, it was a simple motion simulator compared to some of the other stuff Universal has. But I think the story, seeing all the characters, I think that's what really made it a great ride. Yeah, yeah, especially <laughs> seeing like, actually, you get to see Vin Diesel and The Rock share the screen, and then you don't see that in the Fast and Furious movies. So yeah. Yeah, I guess this maybe happened just before their big falling out. But you kind of noticed something. Like, The Rock was really hamming it up in this. Oh, yeah, he kept, like, smiling after th- at the camera at every line. And, yeah, like he's, he's like, yeah, I know how much I'm getting paid to do this ride. Yeah, it's like he said a line, then he's just like, I just earned $10,000. Wink. <laughs> um, okay, now, after this, we, we did go to Diagon Alley. But I want to hold off on that. Uh, Because I kind of want to save the best for last. Is that all right? Yeah. All right. So next we did Men in Black. We did the single rider. And we actually ended up together. Uh, Was it just like you remembered as a kid? Yeah, it was just like I remembered. It was like (laughs) shooting all the aliens. And then, yeah, and like the way it spins and you get eaten by the giant alien. And yeah. 
Now, a couple of days before you went, because uh, this was like a big trip. It was a big family trip. Uh, my little nieces came with us, so Diana's cousins. You went with them to Magic Kingdom, and you went on the Buzz Lightyear ride, Buzz Lightyear ride, which is similar to Men in Black, which is better. Oh, Men in Black. Men in Black actually, like, moves around and, like, jerks you around and spins. The Buzz Lightyear just goes on a slow track. And Will Smith's performance? Oh, yeah, of course. Will Smith sells it in the end. <laughs> okay, now, after this, uh, we went on the Simpsons ride. Now, here's the thing. The Simpsons ride replaced the Back to the Future ride, which had been one of my favorites. So, I had never been on the Simpsons ride. I really wanted to hate it. Now, the line experience is you're supposed to be you're visiting Krusty Land with the Simpsons. And uh, they're going to have you demo, like, Krusty's new roller coaster, which has a crazy name, the Upsy Dupsy, whatever. Uh, and Sideshow Bob, voiced by Kelsey Grammer, shows up to, to kill the Simpsons. Now, in the line, <coughs> excuse me, they showed, um, like, classic Simpsons footage and some updated ones with commercials. Now, you never really watched The Simpsons. I was laughing because I love The Simpsons. What, what did you think of the cartoon? Because I know you watch, like, Rick and Morty and stuff like that. So what did you think of The Simpsons cartoon before we got to the ride? I still liked it. Like, it was, I wasn't, like, laughing like crazy, but I still found it funny. All right, so this, again, is a motion simulator. And if you ever did Back to the Future, the ride, it's pretty much the same thing. You get loaded into a roller coaster cart. You get raised up into a theater with all the other carts around you, big screen in front of you. What did you think of this ride? It was my favorite at <laughs> Universal. So then, yeah. It was a great ride. And when I got off, like I had to admit, I think it was even better than Back to the Future was. Um like we we were we were thrown off the track. We were like actually not physically spun around, but it simulated like we were like going in spirals, shot up in the air. Yeah, and then it's like there's a part where they tie you to like an orca, and the orca's going all over the place, and then like, and then like yeah, then you're flying around, and then you're tying up the giant baby, and then yeah. Oh yeah, there's Maggie gets huge. She she apparently the roller coaster is powered by nuclear power, and she goes in the reactor, becomes forty feet tall. It was an awesome ride. And then afterwards, uh, I got my wish. I got to drink a flaming mo, which was it was a disappointment. Yeah, it's just an orange soda <laughs> with like pop rocks at the bottom or something. Yeah, inside a collector's glass, which I ended up throwing away because it was it was a waste. It was a big waste. I was like. Okay, it was smoking, this and that, whatever. Uh, we're going to jump back to Diagon Alley. Oh, you forgot the best ride. Oh, well, that's right. Yeah, we... we how could I forget the best ride? So before we get to Diagon Alley, we were actually about to leave the park when, when I don't know, you remembered, I remembered the, the greatest ride that we wanted to experience. Jimmy Fallon's <laughs> Race Through New York. And once again, we encountered a virtual line, so we got our virtual ticket, Di grabbed a churro, we hung out in the uh, NBC shop, and then we got on this ride, and we had zero expectations. So what did you think in all? Well, I think out of all of them, it was the worst ride, because it was like the most tame, and then they had you, like, it's like before it started, they had you buckle in, which is like, oh, Jimmy Fallon doesn't want any lawsuits on this ride. 
Yeah, so apparently you're you're going to watch a taping of The Tonight Show, so you're in the studio. So it was like about 70 people in there, and they had us put on seatbelts. Like, they were really adamant about it, too. Yeah, like, like the ride was about to start, but then one person didn't have their seatbelt, so they stopped everything, and they had that whole row redo their seatbelts. Okay, now, we had gone on the Fast and Furious ride, which they were like, uh, there's a couple hand straps there if you want, and... There weren't there weren't any restraints in the Simpsons, were there? No, just the bar. Yeah, so this one we actually put on like like an airplane. We had to put on a seatbelt. So basically, you the whole audience, the whole studio audience, the whole theater kind of lifts up. It's similar if you ever gone on. It used to be the Jimmy Neutron ride. Now it's the Minion ride. It's similar to that where the whole theater is kind of in motion, <clears throat> and you race Jimmy Fallon throughout New York. What'd you think? Uh. I don't know. There's, it was, it was, it was, it was okay. It's like it's. There's a lot of like Jimmy Fallon inside jokes, and I didn't get it because you know, like a regular person, I don't watch Jimmy Fallon. And then there, there there's a part you go to the moon, and that was a good part. So yeah. Yeah, I think that was kind of the good part, getting shot to the moon and then back to Earth. But yeah, there was that Sarah character who I've no, like I don't watch Jimmy Fallon so I have no idea. So it it wasn't it was definitely out of the rides we went on. It was the worst ride, but that doesn't mean it was a horrible ride because I think when we get to Islands of Adventure, I can think of one ride that was way worse than this one. Let's jump back to Diagon Alley. I was really looking forward to this and to to Hogsmeade the next day. What did you think stepping through King's Cross station? Going into Diagon Alley. Oh my god, it was amazing. They they have like all they have all the shops there. They have Fred and George's shop. They have the they have Ollivanders and they have just like all these other shops. Like they have this like ice cream shop and they have this like quitted shop and then yeah. Yeah, I mean I, I think what Universal and and I mean, I only went to Animal Kingdom. I know you went to Magic Kingdom. I felt like Universal really tries to put you in the experience where Disney, because when we went to Animal Kingdom, we went to Pandora, and I felt like I'm just in a replica of Pandora. Like, I'm in an amusement park in a replica of Pandora. When I was in Diagon Alley, I was like, okay, I'm a muggle that just snuck into Diagon Alley. Yeah, it was really, like, even the way the buildings look, it's like they didn't just make them all straight, like, they're all crooked and slanted, and then they had the dragon on top of Gring, and Gringotts looks just like it does in the movie, where it's, like, where it's, like, all, like, zigzaggy going ups, and they have the dragon at the top that breathes fire. <coughs> yeah, and, and the thing is, too, is, you know, I read all the books, uh, I read the first four books to you, yeah, I read the first four books of Diana. So the way J.K. Rowling sets up this world, like I really felt like, like when I was waiting for you, because there's one ride there and I chickened out. So I'm going to have Di talk about Escape from Gringotts. But while she was on that ride, I was exploring around. I went down Nocturne Alley, which at first I thought, oh, I think the bathrooms are down here. I don't know why I thought that. And (coughs) excuse me. I was like, oh my god, I just stumbled into, like, Nocturne Alley. Like, is, you know, is Fenrir Grey back going to jump out at me here? Like, it was that intense. But talk to us, Di, about Escape from Gringotts. It's a, it's a roller coaster, so, so it's like it takes place when Harry Potter 
is when 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 they're trying to get the goblet from Bellatrix's vault in Gringotts, and you're just some random Gringotts patron who was there at the wrong time. So it starts off, it's like you're going, and then Bellatrix and Voldemort they they see you. So Bellatrix like what she does that she 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 starts like she she breaks the track you're on so you're like almost on like this vertical drop and then like your cart falls and while you're falling like your cart is also spinning like 360 degrees around and like just before you fall off bill weasley catches you and then he lifts you up to the next track and then you're going and then like the night guards at gringotts they break the track and you're falling again and then bill weasley catches you and puts you back on the track and then you're spinning around and this whole time you're spinning around 360 while the cart is moving so yeah yeah, and that's amazing, and I, I actually now regret not going on it. Uh, I really think I could have handled it. Um, I'm not a big roller coaster fan, <clears throat> and I'm really kind of sad I chickened out, but I actually had a lot of fun going around Diagon Alley. Uh, like I said, I went down Nocturne Alley. I took you down there afterwards. Um, the other thing I liked <clears throat> is they have, like, characters or, you know, their employees, uh, we saw them in the shops and stuff like that, but I actually, while I was waiting for you, there were two witches that were standing there, and it was kind of like raining, and they had an umbrella, and I made like the lame joke of like, you know, why don't you just wave your wand, and they kind of got into this whole conversation of like how magic doesn't work like that, and I'm just a muggle, and I was like, oh my god, they're really staying in character. Uh, ice cream shop. Fortin Fortescue. I forget the name, but it, it definitely comes up in the books. Um, I loved it. Oh yeah, it was really. Yeah, it was. It was. It was really good. Uh, we went into Fred and George's Magic Shop, just like in the movie. It has like the animatronic. Uh, Fred or George, kind of like you know, uh, lifting the hat up. Um, that was really cool to see. Uh. I think the best shop there was Ollivander's. Oh yeah, it's it's just like how it is in the movie where there's like these shelves and there's just wands all over the place and every single in like every single like box contains an actual wand there. So then you could kind of like pull it out and see and they have they have like other wands which they're they're just like not generic wands but like wands that didn't belong to anybody so you could buy those and they have like Neville's wand, Mad-Eye Moody's wand, Bellatrix's wand, Harry Potter's wand, Hermione's wand, they have all those. Yeah, I mean they even had uh the wand of Xenophilius Lovegood, Luna's dad. Uh and <laughs> you know they're a little pricey but you know I'm a fan, Diana's a fan. Oh, yeah, I got Mad-Eye Moody's wand, yeah. Yeah, and it's really pretty cool. And the other thing, too, they actually had, like, a little bit about wand lore up there, about what the different woods meant. And uh, I don't know if you saw it. There was, like, the little girl who was, like, asking the shop, uh, the shopkeeper, and he was, like, asking her all these questions, like, what type of person are you? Like, he was really up on what wand she should get. Yeah, he, yeah, she, he, it's, like, they were more prepared. And, like, that's what I like about the Harry Potter specifically than Disney because I don't think Disney could have done anything like that when they didn't do anything like that at the park that I went to so yeah yeah I mean you know we're not really going to talk about it too much but you know we went to Animal Kingdom we went to Pandora um Diana went on the the 
Banshee Flight one. She waited two and a half hours. Said it was right. You you liked it though. Oh, that was the best ride I went on in Florida. Yeah. Um, I took my one niece who can't handle rides like that. We went on like the Pandora River Cruise. It was nice, but like I felt like as if Disney, like if there really was a Pandora, Disney's like this is what it would look like. Now buy our merchandise. Yeah. Yeah, and that's part of the Disney problem. Like, they just try to make everybody look all nice. and Yeah, and the thing was, when I was at Disney, there was only white people working there. Like, Universal's very diverse, and the people that were working there at Disney, they were just all white. I mean, yeah, I mean, I even saw at Universal people, you know, working the lines or or working in the shops, uh, people with disabilities, even. Yeah, and Disney, they were just all, they're all clean and white, so yeah, I think that's Disney's ultimate end game. So the next day, we crossed the bridge, we went over to Disney Islands of Adventure, which you also had gone to, uh, stupid question, what were you looking forward to? Uh, Hogwarts. Absolutely. Um, you want to talk about other stuff and save the best for last? What do you want to do? Yeah, save the best for last. <laughs> Alright, so let's start with the worst, King Kong. Oh yeah, King Kong, that was the worst. It's like it's kind of like the Fast and Furious where you're on this big bus and you're going through but then it's like it takes you through and then you see King Kong fighting the T-Rexes but it's like you don't really move around and you're just watching King Kong fight the T-Rexes and then you go and you see a giant King Kong animatronic and that's it. Yeah, I mean it was a nice little adventure, but yeah, I mean, Fast and Furious, we were in constant motion, speeding up, slowing down. They knocked out an overpass that we had to jump over. Yeah, this was like, and even the the line experience, I was like, yeah, there's really nothing much going on here. Yeah, they just had like the shaman lady like chanting in one part, and then that was it. Yep, and that is actually in the Jurassic Park area. Uh, we went on the River Cruise. What'd you think of that one? Oh, I love the River Cruise. It's it's it takes you when it takes you up, and then that drop. I think the drop is actually bigger than Splash Mountain's drop. So yeah, yeah. Uh, I I I talked me into it. I really did not want to go on it. I am not a fan of heights. Um, it was a great thrill. I mean, it it scared me. I went on. We went out like twice, right? We we got your uncle on yeah. there and stuff. Yeah, yeah, and um, yeah, it was great. I mean, it was kind of short, but it was it was pretty cool. Uh, we went on the Doctor Seuss ride, but do we need to talk about? No, we do not need to talk about the Doctor Seuss ride. No, we won't talk about the Doctor Seuss ride. Our little niece wanted to go on that, so we went with her. Uh, we went over to uh the Marvel Universe, and of course, Spider Man the ride, which I think is better than Transformers. But what do you think? I think Transformers is better than Spider Man the ride, but I still like Spider Man the ride. Oh no, I'm not. I'm not denying that. I don't know. I just think it had a better story. I, I don't know. I, I just. I, I like the ride. I. I. Yeah. I like the line experience, even though we shot through it real quick because there was like no wait. Um, because <laughs> I just love the instructional videos of J. Jonah Jameson showing people how to board, and when people do it wrong, he like kicks him in the butt. Yeah, he still kicks the same guy in the butt, and even when he gets it right, he still kicks him in the butt. I mean, that's just great. Uh, Spider-Man the Ride, basically, um, I thought it was the Sinister Six, but it's actually the Sinister Syndicate because it's just kind of made up of all different 
villains. Uh, they're terrorizing Manhattan. J. Jonah Jameson wants, you know, like, oh, Manhattan's falling apart. Hey, you random people, go out there and report the news. <laughs> yes, and you get into, like, the the scoop, which is, like, this thing where you can get better pictures, and then the Sinister Six attack you, and then Spider-Man saves you, of course. Yeah, uh, Doc Ock uses, like, an anti-gravity gun, sends you up over, like, the Empire State Building, and then pretty much drops you, but your friendly neighborhood Spider-Man catches you. I don't know. I mean, I I, I still think uh, Transformers, the ride. I mean, they're both great rides, though. Yeah, yeah. Um, what, do you just, what do you think of the whole, like, Marvel experience that they have over there, though? I like it. It's like I like how they have. I like the shops that they have, and I like the how they have the towers of doom, and they have Namor over the bathroom. <laughs> that was kind of a distant Namor. Uh, we spent a bulk of our time though in Hogsmeade. So, first impressions, last impressions. What did you think? Don't talk about the ride yet because we got to save that for last. But what did you think of Hogsmeade in general? I really liked Hogsmeade. I went, of course, I went to the candy shop, and then I got a chocolate frog, and then it comes in the same packaging that you see in the movie, so that was cool, because I remember I had a chocolate frog when I was, like, six, and it just came in, like, a purple plastic wrap, but then this one, it came in the actual, came in the actual, uh, box, and then I got Bernie Bot, that was, that was my, that was my wizard card. And then it was actually, I think it was actually British chocolate, because you could actually, because like I know they make chocolate different in the U.S. than they do in the U.K., so then I was able to taste the difference, and I didn't really like it, but you know. I think you did it more for the card, because you were more excited about getting to the card than to the frog. Well, yeah, so Ron says, the card that matters. <laughs> That's right, Ron is a huge collector. Uh, I was just blown away, I mean, again... I felt like I'm really in the village of Hogsmeade. It it, it kind of threw me off, though. It's all snow-covered, and we're baking in 90-degree heat, but still, it was incredible. Oh, yeah, and then they had the three broomsticks there. Yeah. We didn't get to eat there because they were just serving meat pies and stuff. But then we, we tried butterbeer. Yeah, we tried butterbeer, which uh, a bigger upgrade from the Flaming Mo. I mean, they just put it in a plastic. I could have gotten the... $12 commemorative cup. I'm like, now nah, put it in a plastic cup. Um, it's very buttery, scotchy. Uh, I loved it. I didn't like it. I just felt like I was drinking caramel, and I was like, ugh. Yeah. Um, they had the three broomsticks. I mean, they even had they had the hog's head. They had um, Madame Puddlefoot's, which I know Di doesn't know. That's uh, in book five. Uh, Harry took Cho there on their one and only disastrous date. Um, they had the Hogwarts Express there, but to actually travel on the Hogwarts Express back and forth between the parks, you kind of need that park hopper pass, which we didn't have. Uh, before we get to the ride, was there anything else memorable from the village? Uh... They hadn't, so so for the people who didn't get to go to the real Ollivanders, they had a cart selling wands there, and I was like, ha, the joke's on you, I went to the real Ollivanders. Well, when, at one point when we all kind of got separated and we were hunting around for the rest of our group, they had a mini Ollivanders there, and it was not so much a shop, it was an attraction where you could go in and test like two or three wands, and then something would happen, and they would be like, that's the wand for you, and of course you have to give it back. 
Oh, okay. Yeah, but uh, you walk up the streets of Hogsmeade. You see it in the distance. Hogwarts Castle. I was like, just like the movies, just like I pictured it when I read the books. Yeah, it was. Oh, man, it was. It was be- it was beautiful to see, I guess. Harry Potter and the Forbidden Journey. Uh, for me, because I didn't go on the Banshee ride, this was my favorite ride in Florida. Oh, yeah, this. It's like you go. It's like at first it starts you through the castle, and then you're walking around. You see Dumbledore. You see all the paintings of, like, Slytherin and Hufflepuff. They're all arguing with each other. And then you go, and then eventually it's Harry, Ron, and Hermione, and they're there, and they're like, oh, yeah, instead of sitting through this boring class, you want to come with us to the Quidditch game? And Hermione's like, Victor Crumb taught me this cool this cool um, uh, spell that'll get you out of here. And then you sit on these benches, and then it's like you're taken all throughout Hogwarts Castle and everything. Like, you go to the Forbidden Forest, and you see the Whomping Willow, and then there's a, the, the dragon gets loose, and then you're being chased by the dragon, and then the mentors show up. It's really a lot. And don't forget Aragog. Oh, Aragog. I hated that part with the giant spiders everywhere. Ugh. Uh, I went on this one, I think, four or five times. I went on three times, yeah. Yeah, and it's like the first time is just pure amazement. Um, yeah, so pretty much like Diana said, you know, the whole premise is actually Dumbledore is like, I want muggles to tour, you know, Hogwarts. And he has the great idea of like sit through a boring lecture when that's where Harry, Ron, and Hermione come in. So um, they actually take you to the rumor requirement. You board these magical benches which are like your feet are dangling off the harness goes in uh they make sure that the harness fits on you before you go in mine was a little tight uh i honestly didn't care the guy was like it's gonna be like this for five minutes you okay and i'm like yeah i'm fine (laughs) oh yeah i i I fit fine so i don't know (laughs) yeah she fit fine i mean i fit fine it was a little snug um you get transported like up to the observatory uh which at first i thought hermione was saying like Abzabatabi. Yeah, I know her accent. I was like, what? Um, So it's actual, like, you're actually inside the observatory. It's an actual model. And then the motion, like, the motion, not motion capture. The screen comes up. Like, it's like you fly out the window and you are flying over Hogwarts over a huge screen. And it's like, to me, this is what it's like to fly on a broom. Yeah, it was, it was cool. It was really cool. Uh, unlike some of the other Bosha simulator rides, I mean, we were spun. We were flipped. Like, with the Whomping Wheel, we were flipped on our back. Oh, yeah, you're flipped on your back, like, more than just 180 degrees, yeah. Um, and the thing is, you know, the first time, it's, like, pure. Like, you have no idea what's going on. So when we went into the Forbidden Forest and saw Aragog, I was actually... I actually shouted, because you hear Hermione talking to you in the distance. I was like, save me, Hermione. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, I just did not like it because the spider's just spitting all over you and you're like, uh Yeah, it's pretty bad. Um, I, I don't know, my favorite parts, though, were with the big giant screen flying over Hogwarts, flying in the Quidditch match. Yeah, that was cool. Yeah, like, they kind of almost replicate the scene where it's not... It, it's it's the scene in the second movie where the bludger chases Harry and he goes through the stands. I mean, this is... He's actually escaping Dementors, but it was it was just like that. Oh, yeah, and then and then you get... I don't know where you're taking, but the Dementors are flying all around you, and then, yeah. Um, 
and then of course at the end, you know, they fly you back to the castle. Harry's like, "Let's go to the Great Hall," and then you see the entire cast. And of course, because uh, I heard you scream it too, we saw our man. We saw I saw Neville. I was like, Neville. Yeah, we're big Neville fans. Um, so like the second, third times, I was paying attention to stuff, uh, picking up details. Like when the Quidditch match was on, uh, I noticed that Ron let in a goal, and I was really disappointed. Yeah, no, he did. I he did, and I was like, "Come on, Ron!" He couldn't even not even for the fans. He couldn't block it for the fans. I mean, okay, there was a Dementor attack, but still, Ron, come on, you know, eyes on the prize. I know, yeah. Um, I definitely thought, I mean, from the, the line experience all the way, it's like you're inside Hogwarts, you're flying around Hogwarts. Uh, I know there was another ride that we went on, but, uh, this, I think for me was the best ride in Florida. Yeah, that, that was my second favorite ride. And of course there was, uh, the flight of the hippogriff, which was a mini roller coaster. Uh, Ty dragged me on it. I was like, I don't like roller coasters, but it was actually a lot of fun. Yeah. It's like, it's like you're riding a hippogriff. That's, that's really it. Yeah. I mean, it's short and sweet. It's not really a big drop. Um, it's really just a lot of bank turns and it's over. Yep. It's like two minutes at most. And that was pretty much uh, our adventure at Universal Studios. I don't know. Final thoughts. Like, what did, what did you think? Uh, uh, you know, we, you went to two Universal parks. You went to two Disney parks. What, what, what would you think? Oh, uh, Universal is much better than Disney. Yeah, I think, you know, like I said earlier, I think Universal, with all their rides, either in the Universal Studios or Islands of Adventure, they really try to put you in the actual experience, like... The shopkeepers, the people walking around, stay in character. Where Disney is just like, hi, welcome to this. Spend money. Yeah, and then, of course, they're all white, so, yeah. <laughs> yeah, there's that, too. Um, alrighty, so thanks for listening to us talk about our trip to Universal Studios, our trip to Florida. Um, hey, Di, how's that podcast of yours going? Go ahead and shamelessly plug it. Oh, yeah, we just did our third episode. It's on Guardians of the Galaxy. And again, we're Elseworlds Finest, and you need to use the apostrophe. So, yeah, we're Elseworlds Finest, and we're on everywhere you can find this podcast. So, yeah. Yeah, Anchor, iTunes, Pocket Cast, Google Podcast, Overcast, a whole bunch. Pretty much any place you find your podcast, you can search for that Elseworlds Finest. Of course, though... Keep it tuned here to Stuff You Don't Need to Know, where we're going to try to bring you content uh, weekly at least. Uh, AP Comics will be coming back. A little preview. What are you going to talk about? Because I have no idea. Uh, Sounds like you have no idea either. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, Man of Steel wraps up. So I'll talk about Man of Steel. Spoilers. Okay, so that's a fair warning. It's six issues, right? It's six issues, but I'll say it right now, even though I didn't read the sixth issue yet. Nothing really happens, so you're okay. Yeah, but if you kind of want to keep pace with what Di's going to talk about, uh, read those six issues of Man of Steel. Alrighty, so this is Stuff You Don't Need to Know, and we are off the air.